Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, I'm Gemma Bath filling in for Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Wash your hands more. Wear a mask. Stand 1.5 metres apart. We all know the basics for staying safe while we're out and about in a world under threat from coronavirus. But not all risks are created equal, with public transport, the grocery store, a restaurant and the gym all throwing up different challenges. Ask yourself, do I need to go to this event? Just for the next week or so, just until we start to see that that widespread infection pattern is starting to decline in numbers. Today we're going to find out where we're most at risk of contracting COVID-19. And it turns out the most high-risk places are not where you'd expect. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Right now in parts of Australia, you can get on a domestic flight with hundreds of people. For many of us, that feels like the ultimate no-go right now, sitting directly next to strangers in a metal tube in the sky for hours on end. Sure, flying definitely puts you at risk of contracting coronavirus, especially the whole boarding and milling in the lounge part, but experts say the ventilation on the actual aircraft is hospital grade and removes a large majority of bacteria and virus particles from the air. The highest risk of catching the virus is actually in your lounge room. Picture it. You have a bunch of mates over for a dinner party, the wine's flowing, the D&Ms are in full swing. You may or may not have thrown in the line, are you hugging? Yeah, all right, let's hug upon arrival. Case studies that have traced back COVID-19 outbreaks have found the main sources of infection in the community lead back to the workplace, social gatherings and restaurants a.k.a. indoor, enclosed social environments with limited air circulation where people spend prolonged periods of time. Today, Professor Mary-Louise McClaws, an epidemiologist and advisor to the World Health Organisation, is going to talk us through the highest risk areas in your community. Mary-Louise, why have there been so many clusters around pubs and restaurants and schools and churches, but not so much supermarkets? People aren't exposed to others for long periods of time in supermarkets. When you're facing people and talking, people are expelling particles in your direction and you've got a bare face and you're breathing them up. But in a supermarket, somebody may be expelling viral particles, but they're not at your face and they drop very quickly in a couple of seconds to the ground. But if you're sitting within a metre 
in pubs and you're raising your voice so you get heard. You're expelling with more force the particles from deep in your lungs and it's coming out and somebody's breathing it directly into their lungs. To me, the highest risk places would be somewhere like a gym or on a plane in the sky. Is that correct? Yes, so gyms are potentially problematic and we've had cases associated with gyms, but maybe we're not seeing so many people in gyms because they may be doing the right thing and not exercising through feeling unwell, which is very sensible. And aeroplanes, I believe now they're starting to give out masks, which is a very responsible thing to do. We've had thousands of people attending Black Lives Matter protests, for example, and, you know, little to no cases. But then you have something like the Crossroads Hotel, which has become a ground zero. Is that again because of the high touch surfaces, lots of people touching the same thing? It can be due to the high-touch surfaces, but also it's inside, the airflow will be less and you'll be sitting and looking at somebody while they're talking to you for at least 15 minutes or so. However, outside, the particles are dispelled rapidly, particularly if there's a breeze or a wind of four kilometres per hour, a particle plume that somebody may breathe out is dissipated very rapidly within a couple of seconds. Also, a lot of people at the Black Lives Matters wore masks, so that would reduce the likelihood of somebody else inhaling or exhaling because of the filter in the mask. But while somebody's marching, they're moving, and if they've got their mask on, the particles can't get through the filter. I mean, there's a very small risk, but it's a very small percentage compared to a bare face talking to you at a pub. Victoria's been in lockdown for weeks now, but we're still seeing so many cases there. So how are they contracting the virus? Well, don't forget, they're not all indoors. They can go to work or to study, and they've only been asked to wear a mask for the last eight days. So that's going to take a while for the mask effect to work. So even if we're not in Victoria right now, in your eyes, we still need to be taking this really seriously? Yes, we still need to take it seriously because we've got numbers that suggest that it's widespread across a wide geographic location. Their numbers are low, but it suggests to me that it could easily escalate. And that's why I'd like people to wear a face mask when they're in public transport or in a public place. You just mentioned public transport, and I just wanted to touch on that quickly. Is that one of the high-risk places we need to be really careful? Absolutely. Even though we're allowed to share a bus or a train carriage, you've still got to get in and out. You've still got to be waiting on the platform or at the bus stop. And we're not very good at the moment of understanding what 1.5 metres is. If we think we're at 1.5 metres, you're probably only at one metre and you should take a step back. So to reduce any risk. If you wear a face mask, you'll be protected and you're protecting others. So what about when it comes to Ubers? If you jump in an Uber or a taxi, please use a mask. You're very close to that driver who has been expelling particles inside a very confined area. And also he or she is at risk of your particles that you're breathing out as well. So wear a mask for yourself and for the driver's sake. So in summary, it feels like we should steer clear of anything that's really enclosed, like a restaurant or something like that. But if it's outdoor and open and a little bit more breezy? (laughs) 
outdoor and open is good. Yes, even at a restaurant outdoor. So my coffee shop is outdoor and you can sit quite some distance from people and not place them at risk and vice versa. COVID-19 is highly contagious. Talking, singing, yelling, even breathing around other people could lead to infection. As Deputy Chief Medical Officer Dr Nick Coatsworth explained on Monday, it's a hard virus to pin down. COVID-19 has a known pre-symptomatic period. For 48 hours at least before someone starts to develop symptoms, they are able to have virus within their upper respiratory tract and transmit it to people. Victoria is the only state with strict lockdowns in place right now. But that doesn't mean the other states and territories are in the clear. As health experts will tell you, just because the bar, stadium or cafe is open doesn't mean it's an instruction to go. It's important to remember, as our Prime Minister will confirm, that we are trying to balance on the very delicate tightrope of keeping our economy flowing and keeping everyone safe. All other states and territories remain on alert and there is very much that sense around all the other premiers and chief ministers today, where in many cases, like in Western Australia and South Australia, they haven't had community transmission cases for for over 100 days. Uh, They are just as alert to the risks in their jurisdictions as New South Wales and Victoria are, and that's important. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't go to that dinner, especially in areas of the country that are completely clear of the threat. But it is a reminder that we all need to stay personally cautious and personally responsible. We don't have a vaccine yet, but we do have social distancing, masks and the ability to make a judgement call. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if you're interested in learning more about a news story, you can shoot us a story idea via email at thequickie at mamamia.com.au.